I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today we are going to be discussing how to measure yourself alongside your goals as a content creator. Since it's the start of the year, we want to discuss three essential steps to help you measure yourself with your goals. And while it can feel scary to figure out how to measure your goals as an influencer or small business, it is essential for growth. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one personal goal you have for 2022? Does the goal setting queen want to go first? I can go first. <laughs> um, so one of my goals for 2022, and it's it's funny, I feel like this is a goal I set every year, or at least it's like a priority. One thing that I am always working towards is balance and making sure that I'm not overworking myself. I think now that I've finished my first full year as a content creator, even though I absolutely love it, I've also found that I am working as much as I was before when I was working full time, if not more. And at least at the beginning or the beginning of the year, at least at the end of 2021, I was working like crazy and I got a little bit off balance and I realized I was like, oh my God, I fell back into my old habits. It's so easy. Like that's the problem. Like when you're so used to working yourself to the ground, like it's so easy to just slip the back into that. (laughs) And so Brandon and even my sister and I were like talking about this and we literally were like, oh yeah, like you were working a lot of hours. And I was like, I was, it was like, yeah, again, it's just like being it's funny because it's like I work on mindfulness on a daily basis, but I still slipped into these old patterns of overworking myself and I didn't even notice it. And so again, I'm just entering the near new year, making sure that balance is a priority. And obviously I love what I do, but I also need to remember that overworking myself is not fun and just to be a bit more mindful and aware of that. Yeah, because I mean, we've t- we talk about this all the time, right? Like you can't give 100% if you're not at 100%. Like that old phrase is honestly so true. And like, I kind of try to remind myself of that whenever I'm trying to help a friend or like do anything like that. But I'm also like, I'm burnt out and like trying to find that balance is so important because you can't take care of others. You can't be there for others. You can't show up for others when you're not at your fullest self. So it's actually funny that you say that because I think for me, mine is also balance, like especially work-life balance with still having a nine to five and having this be my side hustle and like just trying to figure out new ways to kind of incorporate that into my like strategy and the way that I attack content creation. Like I'm trying to outsource honestly as much as I can right now. You and I have talked about that because I just don't, I've realized the longer I do this, like the more burnt out I get. And I really want to go back to focusing on like the core content creation that like really brings me joy. So over the next year, I'm going to try to outsource more. Um, I actually outsourced my Pinterest to Karia, who we've had on the podcast before. And she has been so fantastic. Like Emma and I have talked about it. I can do Pinterest myself. Like I've like, we've talked about it on this podcast. I've written blog posts about it, but it is just such like a peace of mind knowing that I have someone like managing it. And she does such a fantastic job. She sends me summaries at the end of the month like of how everything performed and what she's going to be focusing on for the next month and she's just phenomenal so she actually has a pinterest course coming out yes i saw that i know so it's like she i mean i think she'll 
can, maybe I actually don't know what her long-term plan is, but if you, if anyone is listening and like wants to get Pinterest together, I think her course is going to come out in spring. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll have her on just to like do a mini sode or even do a preview, but I know she's been really helpful to you. And um, at the end of the year, when I went to visit her in New York, she was like, Hey, I'm going to do a Pinterest course. And I was like, Oh yes, you should totally do a Pinterest course. She would do so like, honestly, that course I have a feeling is going to be so incredibly helpful. So I'm really excited to see that get released. And like, just, just having that be kind of off boarded from like my mental load like that on top of having Regan my manager like managing all of the brand deals that come in helps me so much so I'm looking at someone to help me plan my content now too because I love creating content I love having the content and like putting it all together doing the photo shoots it's just with my nine to five I get so drained and it's so hard to like schedule it out is it like do I have a plan like to do it yes like if I sit down like once a month I can plan out a month's worth of content and have it like be perfect and like I'd be really excited about it and I've done that before and we've talked about it and it's such a great way to do it and really take a load off your mental health so that you can focus on other things for the month but for me I do want to see if that is a possibility for me going into this year because I just like having people to bounce ideas off of I think that's the one thing with content creation like it for me, I really love talking to people and being like, this is what I'm thinking for posting this day. And this is what I'm thinking for the posting this day. What do you think? And having mm-hmm. someone to bounce that off of, I think would be really helpful for me. So long story short, also balance. Yay! <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're going to go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is how to measure yourself alongside your goals as a creator. So chances are maybe you've thought of one, two or three goals or intentions for this year. And today we want to chat about how you measure yourself so you can achieve those goals. So step one is to set the goal and identify why you want to achieve your goals. Before you can measure yourself to your goals, you first have to set your goal. It is not too late to set goals as a creator. Even if you feel like, oh, it's not January 1st anymore. I didn't set anything for the new year. It's absolutely not too late. You can take at any point in of the year at any time in your creative career, you can set your goal. So depending on what content creator life stage you're on, your goals might look like diversifying your brand across new platforms, diversifying and opening new revenue streams, developing a deeper relationship with your audience, or mastering your skills as a creator. I recommend writing down and laying out your goal and identifying why you want to meet those goals. Your reasons why you want to meet your goals might look different from your creator friends, but here are a few examples to help you. I want to diversify my brand across new platforms because I believe my target audience also exists on Pinterest or YouTube or whatever platform you pick. I want to diversify my revenue streams by selling courses because I believe I have the experience to teach my audience to do how to teach my audience how to do X, Y, or Z. I want to be confident in my ability to take and edit my own photos because this is a clear passion and interest of mine. So all different goals are valid, but again, no matter what you're setting, just take the time and identify why you want to reach those goals. And having that why can make it a lot more motivating to complete it too, right? It's like if my goal is to hit, I don't know, like I I don't want to think numerically here, but like if my goal is to like grow my Instagram in 2022, which is a pretty wide goal, I think both of us would kind of recommend narrowing that down. But this is just as an example, if that was your goal, And you were just like, well, yeah, I just want to do that. That sounds great. 
perfect. We love that for you. However, why is that something that you want to accomplish? Is it because like you are looking to grow your social media presence and this is like a passion that you have and you want to take those steps to grow and build your own experiences? Like kind of narrowing that down will really help motivate you throughout the year to accomplish that goal. And just, I think, overall help with the steps towards taking it because if you don't want to do it or if you don't know the reasons why you want to do it then it's a lot harder to get yourself to do it well I was I will say right like I think it's when you're starting out as a creator you're like I want to hit 10,000 followers and you're like oh, okay well what what is that going to bring you like yeah. usually the, you, once you start digging and uncovering why because you might find that some people are like well it's because I want to start working with brands but the truth and reality is in 2022 you don't need 10,000 followers to work with brands no and so again that's why we recommend asking your reasons behind why you want to meet those goals and I'm really big about this especially about financial goals um if there is a clear thing you are saving for in life, like maybe you want to buy a new car or you want to pay down student debt, right? And you want to start making money with your side hustle. Just having and clarifying that purpose on like why you want to make money as a creator will literally motivate and help you make better decisions on what brand partnerships or what revenue streams you explore and you experiment with. Yeah, absolutely. And step number two is to decide how often you want to measure yourself. So one mistakes that mistake that we see influencers and content creators make is that they set their goals at the beginning of the year and they never look back on their goals. I feel like that's such a common like that's what what's the joke about, you know, like gym memberships going up so much in January, yeah. but then no one ever like goes and everyone cancels it. I feel like it's so common for everyone to set all these goals and say, I want to do all these things. And then it's really hard to accomplish them. I am for sure guilty of that. Many, many, many times I have been guilty of that, which is why we recommend this step. Because while you're setting your annual goals, we recommend also determining how often you want to measure yourself to your goal. Do you want to do this every at the start of every quarter? Do you want to revisit your goals at the end of each month? Or maybe even check in with yourself once a week. Like If you find that you want accountability in measuring yourself to your goals, we definitely recommend either hiring an influencer influencer coach or finding a content creator friend who can help keep you accountable. Like I was just talking about that, right? Like for me, like I, I need someone to like bounce these things off of, or it's so easy for me to just get lost in it and like keep forgetting like what I'm doing for me, my level of accountability. And we talked about this in one of the episodes, how you're motivated is really important when you're setting your goals. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm for sure like socially motivated. Like I knew Emma was coming over to my house today. So I was like, I need to clean. (laughs) (laughs) So then I cleaned my office, which it's still, this this is it clean but it definitely still looks messy just because of how many dresses there are in here I'm getting distracted but anyways like I'm very socially motivated so that motivated me to clean my room like you know like things like that I think are like understanding that and we recommend going back and listening to that episode if you haven't already to kind of figure out how you're motivated because I think that'll also be a really helpful tool in helping you achieve your goals this year And my tip for building this new habit of measuring yourself to your goals is to either schedule a date with yourself or with a friend or with a social media manager if you decide to outsource it. Maybe you decide that during the last Saturday of every month, you take yourself to your favorite coffee shop and you reflect on how last month was for you. Again, I think it's 
when you're figuring out how to measure yourself alongside your goals, you're also evaluating, okay, what makes sense for me and my schedule? And how often should I really be thinking about this? It's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. And I think for me, like personally, monthly and quarterly, like that's really how I work, I think. But I'm also very much so achievement and goal oriented. And so I look forward to those times when I'm reflecting and trying to figure out where I'm at in my goals. Um, But everyone, again, is motivated differently. And again, like what Maddie said, go back, listen to that episode, and then listen to this episode and see if you can lay out a plan for yourself on how to measure yourself alongside your goals. I would also say with that too, if you can't figure out like how often you want to check in with yourself about it, start with a weekly basis, then start with a monthly basis, like to see like what like feels right. Like you have like plenty of time in your life to kind of figure out what the right structure is for you. Like try weekly and see if you actually hold yourself to it. And if you're like, no, I find myself blowing it off because like a weekly basis is too much for me, then do it on a monthly basis to kind of see where that's at. If you still find yourself blowing it off at like a monthly or a quarterly basis, then maybe that means you are like motivated like by people. And so maybe that means that you do need to have a friend to like hold you accountable. Maybe that means that you do need to go on a coffee date with an influencer friend of yours on a monthly basis so that you can both talk about where you're at with your goals. I mean, that's how it is at my job. I have a biweekly meeting with my manager that helps hold me. Like I asked her to put that on my calendar because it helps hold me accountable because then I can talk her through where I'm at with my goals, like my progress and like doing a status check. Like for me, that is just so helpful. And even Tori, who we've had on this podcast before her first 100K, She's been very successful and she has a recommendation that you do a monthly money date with yourself. Like I hired her um, to help me with like my finances and that was one of her biggest recommendations is that on a monthly basis, I have a money date with either myself or me and Sam and look at where my finances are so that we can kind of evaluate it and check in. And that's essentially the same thing, right? As like checking in with your goals, hold a goal date for yourself. That sounds weird, but goal, goal date 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 no just a date with yourself just a self-date with yeah grab your favorite beverage (laughs) non-alcoholic or alcoholic and just sit down and lay out the goal I don't know I wish there was like a better we should come up for like a fun name for that but that's that's for a later podcast episode (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys so step number three is once you're measuring yourself on a consistent basis or schedule we would recommend taking the time to ask these questions and reflect on how you're doing So here are the questions and it might be helpful to revisit this section of the podcast when you're not driving or doing another task so you can actually write it down and answer it for yourself. What was my original goal? How am I doing towards that goal? Am I on track, behind or surpassing the goal? Why am I performing the way I am? Do I have time to dedicate to my goals? What have I learned working towards my goals? Do I need to rework my goal or reevaluate what I need to do? Do I need to switch directions? The first two questions of this reflection exercise might be easy to breeze through. The real reflection begins when you start asking why you're meeting or not meeting your goals. If you find that you're behind or not meeting your goals, you can ask why you aren't meeting these goals. Are you off track because of a life event? Are you falling behind because your focus has been elsewhere? And does that goal still make sense for you? Aside from figuring out your schedule and life circumstances that you're in, You can also ask yourself if you need to switch direction. 
you might find halfway through the year that you aren't really having fun trying to sell presets and you might find that you have a new interest in potentially creating a cor- uh, your first course if you're looking to diversify your income streams as a creator. Yeah. And just taking the time because like life happens, right? Like that's why goals can be so hard to accomplish sometimes. And just taking the time to reevaluate your goals and understand what that looks like in the context of your life. I mean, like a quarter into 2020, our lives all got thrown into a tizzy (laughs) with the pandemic. And that changed a lot of people's goals and a lot of people's like what was possible And our energy levels are all so much lower now. Like even two years into the pandemic, even though things are getting better and things are starting to open up like we are all so exhausted and I've been talking to my therapist about this too how like I want to just I used to go like right before the pandemic Sam and I were working out every morning I was going to a bar class and he was going to Barry's and it was great doing like he was doing hit workouts and we just felt so good and we woke up at 6 a.m to do these things and now we're kicking ourselves like okay like things have calmed down we feel like we found our new rhythm. Why can't we do this? Our energy levels are all lower. So forgive yourself. Be patient with yourself. Don't start kicking yourself if you can't do things that you weren't able to do before. Just reevaluate, like Emma was saying, reevaluate, understand like where you're at, why you're at where you're at, and be forgiving of yourself. Like setting goals and achieving them is really tough. And it's okay to kind of take a step back and understand like why you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And is it feasible this year? Yeah, I was going to say my example was going to be when the pandemic hit. In January 2020, if you go back and you read my I, I, I publish Emma's edition goals every year. And one of my goals was to literally travel around. I had all these places I wanted to do Instagrammable places guides for. And by March 2020, I completely threw those goals out the window because it was impossible to continue to travel, especially during the pandemic, especially with all that uncertainty. And then also during in 2020, I got laid off, but we also bought a house. So there was all this like life stuff happening. And so there were a few blogging goals I completely threw out the window. Um, one of them again was traveling. The second one was driving 100,000 page views a month, which I was like, okay, I can't even focus on that with all this life stuff going on. But one thing I did do is I switched directions. And because I was getting laid off, I, I actually chatted with Tori. We had like our this one-off phone call and she recommended that I look into just launching a course and just setting myself up where once I was laid off, I at least would have another revenue stream. And I'm so glad I did that because instead of like harping on myself and being focused on, oh my gosh, I I didn't drive a hundred thousand monthly page views this year. I didn't finish my Instagram guides. I literally switched direction. I said, okay, life happened. I'm now getting laid off. What can I do to like, you know, just make sure that I'm set up and I have, a, you know, another income stream, even though I knew it would be OK with brand partnerships. And I launched my first course, how to negotiate paid brand collaborations. And so that was not a part of the 2020 goals. But halfway through the year, when I got that layoff notice, I literally was like, OK, I got to like figure this out. And I know life's happening right now, but I'm going to give myself grace and I'm going to let go of these two goals and I'm going to go a different direction. 
Yeah, pivoting is such an important part of goal setting that I really don't think is often like talked about often enough because life gets in the way, you guys. I feel like that's why to me, I'm just like everyone should go to therapy. <laughs> but like like therapists are like the ones that have taught me that it's OK, like not to accomplish your goals, because I feel like in such a goal driven society, like we're like, come on, you can do it. If you just try hard enough, it'll be the and like sometimes it's OK to pivot. Sometimes our goals change. Sometimes the things that we want change. Sometimes the way that we want to live our life changes and that's okay and like we evolve and change as people and recognizing that simultaneously while setting goals I think will make you a lot happier with the outcome of those goals if you do accomplish them and if you decide like that's not something I want to do anymore or like you understand like your motivation is actually different like for me when I was trying to go on a walk every single day and I was doing it just because I was like oh I'm not happy with like the quarantine weight that I put on like I feel like I just don't fit in any of my old stuff anymore. And that makes me really sad. That was not good motivation for me. I was not going on walks because I was hating myself. I was hating myself and that was not motivating. But when I started going on walks because I loved myself and I was like, I just want to like treat my body well. And I just want to like, you know, like I want to take care of myself and I want to be happy. And I know that like scientifically, like walking, moving, treating your body well is associated with happiness and like that is something that helps keep your body healthy then that's when I started doing it literally every single day so just rethink your motivations I will say this time and time again read the book burnout (laughs) that has also helped me a lot Awesome. All right. Do we want to wrap things up? I think we do. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend, maybe two. We won't say no to that. And if we haven't connected yet on Instagram, you guys can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creatives Podcast. Remember to sign up for our weekly email newsletter and join our Facebook group. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.